You're listening to You've Probably Seen It Podcast. I hear your sister's going out with Squeak. You suck. Yeah, jackass. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Telling me. Dream. Shake. And fight. Do I make you horny, baby? Yeah, do I? Slap at that bass, man. Welcome, guys, to another episode of You've Probably Seen It with Adam and Michael. Please, let me touch your feet. <laughs> this, this week, we've got uh, Mr. Deeds, came out in 2002, um, which I got fond memories of. I remember watching this heaps. One of those movies I watched heaps as a kid. Yeah, um, I was, I mean, when we get into the ratings, we'll probably not replicate it as much as we said before, but yeah, it's um, mm. it's... It's a movie that I watched over and over and over again. And I think Sandler, <laughs> any Sandler movies just had the open invitation into me watching them all the time. <laughs> yeah. I remember, yeah, having the DVD. I remember definitely seeing, like, the DVD of him in that, what is it, the foyer, I guess, yep. of the hotel. Turned, turned back and, around with the briefcase. Yeah. Yep. And John Totoro's character, like, standing there holding, yep. like, a dish or something. Like, I don't know if I'm remembering <laughs> this right. But, yeah, I remember watching this heaps as a kid. We'll go and get into the ratings quick, but... IMDb 5.8, Rotten Tomatoes 22%, and audience score 59%. So I guess like what, 60% for audiences and 22% for um, critics. Yeah. Didn't like it. No, um, didn't like it at all. Amazing. It really, really cops it in this. But yeah, like yeah. I said, I, I think it's um, one of those ones where it is a bit better than, uh, than what is actually stated there. Yeah, and I mentioned it to Michael, but I probably had my biggest laugh out loud moment at one point of this movie. I don't know if it's that funny. It just caught me <laughs> off guard, so I'll mention that when we get there. They're the best ones. But I do want to say that it is, it is Udi season in Melbourne. Yes. Uh, Michael, I'm not sure if yours is a shitty Kmart knockoff. It's a shitty knockoff, Kmart knockoff one. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to, I was going to say that's, that's stooping a bit too low for my uh, end. No, but, this is... Um, yeah, it's cold. It was actually a, a Christmas present for Sabina that she thought was shit, so she, she's given it to me. Oh, so. wow. Well, that's even worse. And it's just a regular size. It's a shitty size. knockoff that she, she thought was shit. <laughs> it's a regular size just an ex- uh, hoodie for me at the moment, so it's not great. <laughs> it's just a 2XL hoodie, yeah. that's all. <laughs> um, but I looked up, so um, similar to... What was the other movie? Oh, Nutty Professor. So it's a remake of an um, early movie. Yeah. So it's like Mr. D's Goes to Town or something. I'm pretty sure it's called. Yeah. Um, so I looked that up and it's pretty much the exact same plot like, as this one. It's just this one's a Sandler movie, so it's a bit silly. I think that other one's supposed to be more of a dramatic... Dramantic? Ooh. Wow, I made that up. <laughs> uh, dramatic comedy. Uh, dramatic uh, r- romance movie. Well, this is just a comedy with romance elements peppered in for some reason. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so... The, I like these, the uh, Rotten Tomatoes Synopsis. critic summary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this update of Capra doesn't hold a candle to the original, and even on its own merits, Mr. D's is still indifferently acted and stale, it's, which I thought was rude. I just feel yeah. like sometimes these ones have an agenda, and they're like, I hate this movie, and I'm going to fucking let them know about yeah. it. <laughs> well, I think it was like easy to hate Sandler as well. Yeah. Like, his movies is made are made for people. Jeez, I can't talk. Are made for people, uh, and it, they're supposed to be silly and dumb. That's the point of the movies, and of course, they're not for critics. Yeah, that's you know? right. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think just in general, comedy movies just get, cop a bad rap from critics because they're like stupid. It's like just lighten up, have a laugh, and just take it for what it is. Yeah, your pieces of shit. And like <laughs> they go through the 
a few of ours, like these, this is pushing on the sillier yep. side of things. Then you have the ones um, like Forgetting Sarah March and I Love You Man, which have a bit more of a critic's love because they got more of that, you know, mm. drama story to it or I guess smarter comedy quotation marks. Yep. But it's still funny. Like yes. I still laughed as much watching that as I watched this. Absolutely. So. And Will Ferrell's in this realm as well. Um, we've talked about that before, how he's got that sort yeah. of uh, love-hate as well. But yeah. The people that I talk to love him, so that's why I love them. Yeah, exactly. And you lo- and you love it. I think you just talk to people that love Will Yeah, Ferrell. that's right. <laughs> you don't like Will Ferrell? Piss off. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, AJ. You're out of it. Happy birthday to you. Um, yeah. Well, I found out yesterday that buying eight pizzas for nine people is too much pizza. <laughs> so I've got about three... Uh, three three whole pizzas, like mismatched pizzas in my fridge right now. So this is what it's like um, to be grown up. <laughs> yeah. Well, similar to how you're um, hocking all your stuff on our Marketplace, yeah. I might so try yeah. and sell a few pizzas through this podcast. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. What's the resale value on a pizza? That's interesting. <laughs> Can I just say as well, I spoke to your uh, lovely girlfriend, AJ, and she said that yeah. you made her a bouquet of Lego flowers which is very sweet but then also called her old and um she said she felt really special yeah all right so yeah i got a we're really into lego we're really into uh lego masters for a while so i bought some lego stuff and i bought her lego a bouquet of lego flowers like the proper i didn't make it myself i'm not that clever Mm. um but i put together put it all together myself and then like gave it to her was like a bouquet of flowers sort of thing so um that was really cool but yeah in her uh card i wrote down you're old, sucked in. Um, happy birthday. I still love you. So, I mean, it's positive. That's my new one. Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, so we got uh, directed by Stephen Brill, um, who did Little Nicky, Drillbit Taylor, which is underrated, and Sandy Wexler. And Michael, I don't know if you, you wrote these notes, and I don't know if you did this on purpose. But Stephen Brill wrote and directed all the Mighty Ducks movies. Uh, so yeah. I don't know I if you left it out on purpose. I just saw one. But... I only saw Mighty Ducks 2 because I did a quick scan. Um, and I just thought it was just the two, so I thought I'd just leave it out. Well, there's only three of them, so two out of three is not bad. Uh, <laughs> so we'll give him credit. And he also did Heavyweights, which is a movie I talk about a lot. Michael, when you have maybe some free time with Anglesey, watch it with uh, the fam. Uh, but yeah, it's about... Um, it's made by Stephen Brill, um, starring a uh, guy from Zoolander, fuck Ben Stiller, of yep. course. <laughs> and um, it's about kids going to fat camp and like the kids take over the fat camp. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's a really good movie. So I recommend everyone to watch that. Um, written by, I'm going to say this is Tim. I don't think it's time. I think you're trying to get me here. Um, Time Herley or Tim Herley? <laughs> nah, he's, um, he's a regular. I'm not trying to get you. I just <laughs> I hadn't done the notes for a while, so I'm a bit scratchy. <laughs> Tim Herley, he actually gets, right. a, he actually gets a, um, a, a acting role in this movie too. Oh, cool. Um, so he's in heaps, of, does heaps of sandwich stuff. And then Clarence, <laughs> this is just old people names. <laughs> Clarence Bert, Bertinson Carroll, uh, Carroll uh, worked on the originals, um, Mr. D's Goes to Town and the Opera Hat which is what it's based off. And so did Robert Ruskin um, as well. Um, produced by Sid Gaines, um, who worked on Master of Disguise and Deuce Bigelow and Jack Giaputo. Sorry to all my Italians out there if I uh, butchered that, um, but worked on Pixels, The Animal and Fifty First Dates. Um, actors, of course, Adam Sandler as Longfellow Deeds. Winona Ryder as Babe Bennett. Um, I don't know if you're... 
watching Stranger Things. I know you said you don't, you're yeah. not into it, but season four was very, very good. Yeah. Um, of course, starring <laughs> Winona Ryder. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird, because she's a bit more of a serious actor as well. Yeah. Uh, and she felt miscast uh, in this role. And she's like acting her dick off yeah, in this she- movie. <laughs> like her, her, her acting is fantastic. Uh, probably too good for this movie. So It's definitely worth that. the analogy uh, though. It was definitely worth the analogy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, John Turturro as Emilio Lopez. Um, he's in a lot of stuff. I really like him. Yeah. Um, oh, he's in the most recent Batman as well. It's the saddest thing is that I know him the good. most for... Um, <laughs> don't mess with the Zohan. Yeah, I mean, of course. That's a good movie too. Like that movie's that underrated. Movie <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so in early posters, some newspaper featured an unnamed Adley Butler um, instead of John Turturro's character, which doesn't quite make sense. No. If he's like a main part of the movie, <laughs> like his character is like a, long a lost main brother, part of the movie, maybe, but yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. And then Peter Gallagher as Chuck Cedar, who's probably best known for the OC, yeah. being Seth's dad. Well said. That's I how I know about him. that. Yeah, yeah. So the summary yeah, yeah. of this one is: a sweet-natured small-town guy inherits a controlling stake in a media conglomerate and begins to do business his way. And it's currently been able to stream on Binge and Foxtel. So a couple of little known facts. Well, actually, only one. There's a couple of couple of little sprinkles which we love. Um, mm-hmm. Throughout the movie, Winona Ryder's character call makes. It. I was gonna say, call that fairy bread <laughs> when they sprinkled in. Through. Actually, podcast I listened to. They just did a fairy schnitzel. They just uh, they served one at the the local pub. Can you can you elaborate? <laughs> is it exactly what I think it is? It is literally uh, hundreds of thousands <laughs> on crumb schnitzel. Yeah, awful. I don't know. I if thought it was gonna be like a artistic take on it if they like different types of cheese sprinkled on top yeah, nah, or something just pop some schnitz on I, I've thought yeah. <laughs> I haven't listened to the special episode where they talk about it because I do have, don't mm. have that much time on my hands but it, it does look does look <laughs> not right now yeah. Um, yeah. so throughout the movie Winona Ryder's character makes several references to famous novel To Kill a Mockingbird these include falling out of Boo Radley's apple tree referring to her neighbour's dog as Mrs. Finch and the neighbour's dog as Atticus I've, just, I've never mm-hmm. read to kill a mockingbird and I was very yeah famous I book. picked up on the um the Finch and Atticus reference but yeah yeah and I, I, I mean thought, watching yeah, this as a kid as well I never made those connections so it's just something oh, no. I'm finally just like ah oh, that's it and unless you're a nerd and you know how we feel about nerds <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> this is not the podcast All for right. nerds <laughs> This is the this is the section where we figure out if I'm smarter than a fifth grader. <laughs> so I try and read it. Uh, do you want to grab yeah the second yeah I'll, we'll do paragraph we'll or the third one yeah. yeah alternate. Okay, multi-billionaire Preston Blake freezes uh, what? to death. Oh yeah, to death upon reaching the top of <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, multi-billionaire Preston Blake freezes to death upon reaching the top of Mount Everett with no immediate heir. Uh, it is unclear who will inherit Blake's massive fortune. His board of directors discover that he has a living grandnephew named Longfellow Deeds, who runs a pizzeria in Mandrake Falls, New Hampshire, and also writes greeting cards. And the greeting card part was also in the original too. Oh, that's nice. So I thought, like, where's this greeting part? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's in the original. Um, Deeds is flown to New York City by businessman Chuck Cedar, who temporarily controls Blake Media. Once Deeds arrives, plans are made for him to sell his shares in the company to Cedar and return home with $40 billion. Deeds remains in New York while the legal details are worked out. All right. Uh, the story is major news and reporter Babe Bennett, who works for a tabloid television show called Inside Access, wants in on the story. 
She has co-worker Marty pretend to steal her purse in sight of Deeds, who rescues Babe. She then goes out with him pretending to be Pam Dawson, a school nurse from Iowa. Though Babe initially just wanted a career-advancing story, she eventually falls for the unfailingly soft-hearted Deeds. She decides to tell him who she really is, but Inside Access, in concert with Cedar, who learned the truth from Marty, reveals the truth to Deeds first. Heartbroken, Deeds decides to return home to Mandrake Falls with assurance that the company will stay open in Blake's honour, and he donates his $40 billion to the United Negro College Fund. And thanks for highlighting the words as I was reading, Adam. I really appreciate it. Did I? <laughs> you dick. <laughs> uh, I didn't really... Yeah, I don't know. I'll talk about that as we go into the movie, but does that mean he's lost all his money and all the money's gone to the United Negro Fund? Like, no, does that mean... That's, that's, what happened to that money? Yeah, no, it makes sense later. It'll make, it makes sense okay. later. Yeah. Okay. Um, after returning to Mandrake Falls, Deeds learns from his friend Crazy Eyes that Cedar intends to sell the company, causing thousands of employees to lose their jobs. Babe follows Deeds to Mandrake Falls to win him back. After saving her life, she... Uh, falls through ice over a lake. He rejects her, saying he does not know who she is. At a shareholders meeting, Cedar has persuaded everyone to sell the company until Deeds, who has bought a single share, arrives and convinces everyone not to sell. However, Cedar controls a majority of the shares and the sale is approved. Babe arrives after having studied Blake's stolen diary and has determined Blake's longtime butler, Emilio Lopez, is actually his illegitimate son and the true heir as a result of an affair with his maid. Emilio immediately takes control of Blake Media and fires Chuck Cedar. Babe reconciles with Deeds after professing she loves him. Emilio thanks Deeds for his support and gives him a billion dollars. I'll read the last part too. <laughs> Deeds spends some of his money on red con- <laughs> corvettes for everyone in Mandrake Falls and returns to the pizzeria with Babe. I gotta start by saying now, Babe is such a shit name for a character and it pisses me off to this day. Yeah, in the um, original movie, she was named something else. Like, that was her nickname. But I guess that it couldn't be bothered uh, in this one. Yeah, I mean, unless it's a pig in a movie, I don't really want to listen to it. Oh, I thought she looked great. But uh, we'll we'll get into the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Oh, by the way, it's uh, Um, it's Mount Mount Everest, not Mount Everett. I didn't want to stop you again because you were... Well, I'm a fucking idiot, all right? (laughs) thought it was a different one it's a different universe it was named after chris everett the tennis player chris everett yeah. no you can't say it. have you seen that um oh, oh I'll, I'll send you something don't worry about it <laughs> right, work. i'm not sure if i have the facts right so i don't want to get All into right, it yeah, fair enough. um so start with the movie so i just wrote preston black is an old cunt and dies on top of everest that's <laughs> all you need to know <laughs> i saw that because i had to i copied your notes for once and i was like what the I just lost the shit straight away. I was like, send it to Sab, and she just went straight face. She's, she's just like, okay. She was like, they don't get it. Oh, they don't get it. They don't get it all. Um, and it goes to similar to the start of Zoolander, where it's like this uh, board meeting, this like shady board meeting, yeah. like very similar to last yeah. week. Um, and they don't know the um, fate of the company, and they get a fax, which is even, I don't know if that's old school for them then but it is definitely now yeah possibly um and then they go does anyone know where dr mendelson and he goes oh that's me it's like oh congratulations you have a spastic colon <laughs> yes oh, that would explain a lot that's from our boy cecil cecil's good yeah um, well that was i was because we 
we're gonna this is gonna be a very contentious MVP this one and yeah we haven't said to each other which ones we feel could be Cecil's name is up there I gotta say he does just yeah, have like he's he, definitely one of them he doesn't he doesn't do heaps but he makes me laugh throughout the whole movie yeah when he's in there well he's just a nice dude isn't he, he is. really um, um and then they get a yeah name like Longfellow Deeds yeah um so they go to Mandrake Falls yeah and there's just like they're flying over they're, so they're already there Can I say, it's like a chopper plane thing I don't know if those things are really that popular. I think it's like a a private plane okay. I guess just that size it's got yeah. like the propeller it's got the propeller up top like a helicopter really just yeah. trip me out I'm just still thinking about yeah, it yeah I saw I saw someone say once like if I can understand how the plane works I don't want to be on it yeah <laughs> it's like yeah that's a fair call <laughs> um, so yeah they're sort of flying over uh, Mandrake Falls and it's just completely green and there's a dude mm-hmm. um, sitting there on a like it almost looks like an umpire's chair uh, for tennis and he's just got like some whirly bird <laughs> yeah, plane it probably is yeah, yeah you're right <laughs> and he's just like oh look at that sucker I'm gonna get oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he goes look at that thing fight a pilot on your left it's like get that sucker <laughs> Here's another yeah. one for my MVP, just because he makes me laugh with his little inserts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say now. Here's my MVP for this yeah, movie. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be Crazy Eyes, yeah. but Murph, Murph got me. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, Peter s- Dante. I'm happy with Murph as well. I really liked him. Okay, cool. <laughs> Peter Dante. Yeah. he's in a lot of their stuff as well. He is. Yeah, him and uh, the um, the one that plays Murph, the reporter in this, um, Steve Buscemi. Oh, that's as well. this is Murph. That's Marty. Oh, sorry, it's Marty. I was meant to say, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Jeez, they don't make it easy yeah, yeah. for us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, yeah, Crazy Eyes, Steve Buscemi, and uh, Rob Schneider as well, which we'll get to a little bit later on. <laughs> um, yeah. So they rock up and they go, oh, do you know a Longfellow Deeds? Uh, and they're like, oh, Deeds' first name is Longfellow. He's like, I don't know Deeds' first name. Maybe it's Greg. Well, maybe it's Longfellow. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Another, I know another guy named Greg. Do you want me to call him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like uh, no, it's like no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so yeah, they go to they go to uh, his pizzeria. So he owns a pizzeria, which is quite random. Um, if and if again, if anyone wants pizza, yeah. I can be your Longfellow Deeds at this at this moment. Can I just say I would love a uh, Deeds's Pizza uh, shirt? They've got like the baseball shirt, Deeds's Pizza. I'm sure you can find yeah. it. Yeah, Wayne's World sure hat, Deeds's Pizza. I'll just be a, just be a living character, <laughs> and it'll be like Wayne's World where you're like selling the products. It's yeah, like, so it's a choice. Small, of a new yellow, different. Um, um, so he, they go to um, the pizzeria, and he goes, "No, he's out making deliveries. They want to know where he is." He goes, to the, American, the regular delivery guy called in sick. He goes, you don't look sick, Murph. He goes, ooh, I forgot. I was faking sick today. So you two tricked me to come in here. It's like, they put an apron on and they like give me a hand. He goes, you guys played me like a fiddle. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. And like, you find out that Deed is the nicest guy in the world. So he's talking to Murph and he's like, oh, you sounded sick on the phone. It's like, um, do that sick voice again. It's like, <laughs> I can't come in today. I think I got the strep throat. <laughs> it's like, that's unbelievable. You could be a radio actor or something. He's like, and he goes, thanks, um, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they talk to him. He goes, oh, do you know um, Preston Blake? He goes, oh, Blake was um, my mother's maiden name. He goes, oh, Preston Blake was your mother's uncle. It's like, you're kidding me. I had an uncle. He's like, awesome. How's he doing? It's like, he's dead. It's like, oh, oh no. Um, and that, yeah, was Cecil, that, that was Cecil as well. Yeah. It just cuts to the core, Cecil. Yeah. He's yeah. dead. He's not mucking around. <laughs> nah. um, but yeah, they go on about how um, he's the 
inheritance. So he has to go into New York to figure it all out. Uh, but then we get into his greeting cards. So the whole town loves him and he reads out his greeting cards every day, every week. I don't know how frequently it is. Yeah, I think it's I think it's week because I said it's card day or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, but all I wrote in it was like, it's like a love one. He goes, do you remember the time we went to the zoo and the time we drank all the beers? <laughs> and you got Joe's... Uh, uh, Peter Dante's goes like beers, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, yeah beers, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh <laughs> um, yeah. I guess I promise to love you for fifty years more, even when your bosom sank down to the floor. And there's a there's good. this um, redneck looking dude, and he's wiping a tear away from his eye. <laughs> he's my Glansberg for this one. That's a good Glansberg. That's a very good Glansberg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, oh. Very emotional in the cards, I, and again, I was I pissed Adam off a little bit before this because I didn't do my research. I just wrote Hibbert, but I didn't do the research or Glansburg. Didn't do the research to try to find it, so I just sat there for like ten minutes in silence trying to find them. Um, so yeah, we got this one. These, these things happen. Yeah. Um, but then they're out delivering pizza around town, um, and we have a bit of a love moment uh, for old mate Cecil. He goes, "Pleasure to meet." Like he's talking to Chuck and Cecil. This is Jane, Kitty, and Sue. He's like. Pleasure to meet you, Cecil. Goes the pleasures on mine, Kitty. Or should I say, meow? I'm like, ooh, keep, Cecil. Keep it in your pants, Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there's an old guy as well across the street, and um, Deeds is nice enough to pick him up and take him across. Mm-hmm. Um, they sort of talk about how they have to sell. He has to sell the shares, um, and he doesn't actually have the money, so they're going to write up a contract and how they can sell shares. Um, and this is where they bump into Crazy Eyes, played by Steve Buscemi. And <laughs> I got this whole one. It's like, Crazy Eyes, mm-hmm. what? How you doing, pal? I got your pizza. Just just the way you like it. Oh, yes. French fries and Oreos. You know me too well, Deeds. He's like, what are you in for? I'm doing a one-nighter for biting Ed the Mailman. The guy was trying to cast a spell on me like a wizard. Are you sure about that? I don't know. Maybe he was just waving. <laughs> and he goes, who are your friends? Oh, this is Chuck and Cecil from New York. I don't like him. I like him. Yeah, that's that's that one same with you. Yeah, that, I like him. That was yeah. a good one. And just walks off, and he just walks away from the prison bars as well at that stage. Yeah. He's like, I'm done. <laughs> He's done. That's what. What, yeah. what do you need from him? Um, so we have him leaving Mandrake Falls on the private jet, and the whole town seeing him off. So that's how much they love him. Um, but he does a last uh, greeting card as he's leaving. Um, and I'll, I just got the last line of this. He goes, "I know I'll miss you a lot." And then Murph jumps in with like, so bring your rich buck back, uh, butt back here and buy us all a shot. <laughs> and then everyone goes crazy um, and they go off. But yeah, we have an annoying, similar to the annoying journalist uh, thing from Zoolander. We've got an annoying journalist part of this movie as well with, um, what's his name? I've, I don't even know the, uh, yeah, I'm not the sure. main bad I, journalist guy's name. I've got to say, whatever. he's a shit actor. I wrote it here like straight away. I, don't, I really didn't think he yeah. was a good actor in this. And I th- well, yeah. he's... An English dude trying to do an Australian accent. Yeah. It's supposed to be sort of like a Murdoch thing, yeah. I assume. Um, but yeah, it's just they do annoying. it in Anchorman um, as well. Anchorman too, where they have the um, the Aussie guy playing that character. But I just think he's a shit actor. Yeah. I don't know who it is, but oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and be very forceful. <laughs> I really didn't like it. We're gonna do. <laughs> um, we'll do the opposite. The MVP. What's that? MVP. The least valuable. <laughs> least valuable poo. Um, but yeah, they know about, so they're just trying to get the story about who's inheriting the money. Um, we have the plane stop and get a frosty from Wednesday, Wednesdays, Jesus Christ, Adam. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
And then they find out that babe missed the meeting, so she's just very lazy at work and she's been staying in her office because she's been kicked out of her apartment or something. Yep. Um, and yeah, she's standing, she's talking to uh, your mate, Marty. He's like, why don't you just stay in my apartment? She goes, we tried that once, remember? I woke up and you're standing over my bed breathing heavily. He's like, I was having an asthma attack. I couldn't find my buffer. <laughs> <laughs> you can relate to that. Can I say the, uh, blonde, hair, the blonde hair for this um, character really just exemplifies a, a shit journalist. I love it. I love the, yeah, love the choice. Well, of it's like those. a very like TMZ yeah, journalist, yeah. like just like a young dude just trying to do whatever he takes. And, th- and he's in a lot of he scenes. He gets in too. everywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's good, man. Yeah. He should be like a PI or something. Um, like, <laughs> so the next thing they're back on the plane and Sandler's sort of talking about footy. He goes, you guys uh, football fans? Um, the Pats could take the... Com- I think the Pats could take the conference this year, but the Dolphins are overrated and the Jets are choke artists. And the pilot goes, I wouldn't say that, Mr. Deeds. Uh, just Deeds. Why is that? He goes, you own the Jets, Deeds. He goes, I do? That sucks. I hope they don't play the Pats in the playoffs or I'll have to kill myself. And yeah. um, this is this is made even more funnier because um, uh, wait, so Sandler is a major Jets fan uh, and it makes that so obviously that when he calls them choke guys. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he had to play the... Sorry, I've comp- tried to skip over the... I've just completely botched it. Um, Dave finds you out he owns. You came jet. in really, yeah. He came in really hard too, so it's pretty funny. Uh, but let me figure it out first. Uh, so I'm just going to read the whole thing as it says. Adam Sandler is a major Jets fan, which makes the scene much funnier when Deeds finds out he owns the Jets, who called the who called choke who he called choke artists, and didn't think they could beat the Patriots in the conference finals. He had to play a Pats fan, since he's supposed to be from the New England area. Fuck. <laughs> Tell you what, Michael, that's a, that's a humdinger. <laughs> yeah, well, I knew, because, yeah, New Hampshire's in that New England area, so it's closer to Boston. Yeah. I'm like, is he trying to do a New England accent, but he just says wicked, yeah. like, a lot. Like, yeah, that's his wicked smart. Wicked smart. Talk. It's yeah. very Boston. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then they all sing uh, Space Odyssey by Bowie, yeah. which is really fun. Then that, Ding, da, da, and then like, yeah. Then we can chuck it in oh, the playlist. Cecil's part. It's perfect. I said chuck it on yeah. the playlist, yeah. Um, yeah. Before he <laughs> was sitting in a tin cup. And then they... Uh, uh, that's the best. Then all the uh, pilots clap and then um, yeah. Chuck Cedar goes, enough. And like I say, they just... Oh, so uh, Deeds goes, body pooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so they land uh, in New York um, and we find out that he like, it's like, oh, maybe you can meet a girl at a strip club or something, which is probably pretty dumb thing to say. <laughs> he goes, he wants to meet his girlfriend because like his father did and he saved his mum in the ice. She fell through some ice and saved her that way. Yeah. And we have our boy uh, Marty like on the tarmac as well. Like, and someone took a photo. So they know that journalists want, want to be around. Yeah. Um, we go to his apartment and this is where we meet Emilio. Yeah. Um, he's a butler, I guess. Um, he goes, you kind of snuck up on me. He's like, I'm very, very sneaky, sir. Um, he goes, this is Emilio. I'm your servant. It's like, I don't want a servant. You can be my friend. Um, and then we meet Ruben played by JB Smoove. Um, he goes, how's the elevator business, Ruben? Um, he goes, it has his ups and downs. I was like, ah, that one, I've, I've always loved that, that gag. That one's yeah, always got that's me a classic. A that's a classic gag. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we have old sneaky Emilio meeting them upstairs as well. He goes, 
sneaky sneaky sir right this way um, <laughs> and they do the whole echo stuff with that old dude yeah. going, boo they say boobs yeah he says boobs I don't know what he says he's my hippie yeah. that I couldn't find I found him last night ah. I couldn't I was still trying to find him in between and no luck but yeah he's, he's one of my hibbits he's um He's got another. Yeah. He's got another scene later on as well that makes me makes me laugh. Yeah, um, and then like there's this security guard that's got a really weird face doing the echo as well. It's like a very deranged face, like very like Gary Busey like face. <laughs> Scared me. I miss that. Uh, but it's his first day in New York City, and we have Island in the Sun by Weezer, mm-hmm. um, which is another banger. Yep. We got Hawaiian Punch um, in the fountains. I'm sure that's like. Some sort of tropical drink, like like we, yeah. like our tropical. It's like flavor. I'd imagine it's like a cordial Australia. sort of. Uh, it's, I'd yeah, yeah, yeah. It to be like a one of those one. Um, and at this stage, Emilio pops up and he goes, "Whoa, you just kind of snuck up on me there." He goes, "I fear you're underestimating my stickiness." <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, he's asking him to change his socks, which we know is a bit of a thing for Emilio. Um, yeah. And he takes. He says, "No, I've got, I had wicked. I had wicked bad frostbite." Which is again, <laughs> um, and he takes off his shoe and he's like, "The hideousness of that foot will haunt my dreams forever." Um, That's such a good line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets him to get the fire poker out and start whacking it. He's like, "I really, I really don't want to." He's like, "It's gonna be fun." He's like, gets into it, just starts laying into it, laying into it, can't feel anything, and then he just like s- sticks it through his foot and he goes, "Oh, you're sick! You're sick! Why would you do?" <laughs> and he goes, "I'm just kidding around." <laughs> And he's, but like, surely I understand you got like a frostbitten foot, but don't you still have bones and stuff in there? Yeah. Like you wouldn't want to break your bones and shit. like that's another and thing. It, and even not anyway. doing anything after like the infection of the fire poker actually going through your foot, like maybe you want to get that checked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, something you don't want that. Yeah, maybe just chop that off at yeah, that point. Honestly, I think that's be the stop it. Um, best point. Um, so they go to a boardroom meeting um, with Chuck, and it's French people are in there. Um, he goes, this room's the Echo Room too. It's like, I'm sure you guys already knew that. Like, they've tried to the Echo. Um, and he goes up to um, Cecil. He goes, what's up, buddy? I was dreaming about Frosties all night. Um, how about you? He goes, I tried to make my own at home, but I, it just wasn't the same. So you could just imagine Cecil going home and trying to make a Frosty. In, in like a Manhattan mansion where, like, if it was now, he could have just Uber Eats that thing, like, straight away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no yeah. dramas. Uh, how time's oh, changed. So funny. This is when we get uh, introduced in some football guy. I'm not sure 100 percent of his name, but um, mm. he's the he's the quarterback for the Jets. Essentially, um, he comes in. Mm-hmm. He go comes in. He goes. I passed passed for 3,500 yards last season, and I ain't gonna touch another football until I get uh, until you get your off your fat rich asses and renegotiate my bullshit contract. And Deeds being the nice guy, like easy with the language, buddy. There are ladies present. It's like shut the hell up, rich boy. I want more money. Oh, y'all can just suck my... And he just knocks him out. <laughs> um, he goes, I warned you. You went down like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> um, uh, and he gets him... And like Chuck's sort of like, oh, it's just football. Don't worry about it. He's like, mm-hmm. what's the problem with your contract? He goes, I figured if I played well, I'd renegotiate and get more money. He goes, well, if you didn't play well, can we renegotiate to pay you less? Shit, no. I mean, No. <laughs> uh, he goes that doesn't seem fair to me and um chuck comes over and sort of tries to say uh you know he's the he's a gun but Dees doesn't want to hear it and he goes listen fellas i want more money i'm going to play another down and he just basically says well you're fired he goes can i play for another team he's like yeah sure but i'd, I'd suggest fixing your attitude <laughs> yeah and he just walks off um, yeah 
Yeah, so he wants to get into the business, but uh, Chuck just says, go out on the town, explore New York. And he goes, all right, I'll do that. And he notices, he goes, um, all you guys have noticed you were French, uh, the opposite of bonjour to you. <laughs> uh, as he's leaving the room. Um, then we have him meeting Pam. Um, so Marty's setting her up with like um, a fake uh, camera, uh, hidden cameras and yeah. mics. Um, and they're like planning it that she's getting uh, robbed by him. Yeah. Um, and then he's going to save her. And, uh, and, and all also, the cows like... Sorry, yeah, it also, he gets yeah. out of the front of the limo too, which I thought was a nice touch. Being a little small town yeah. guy, not wanting to leave the limo driver by himself. Yeah, he's nice. Um, but she's saying like, wants to start like goes molest me and he's like you got it i'm like jesus christ marty you're afraid um but she like steals he steals the bags and he catches up to marty and just beats the shit out of him like just a massive beating um he goes uh uh, ma'am you were the victim of a new york city mugger as i suspected he was a coward and a weakling it also wore more cologne than any man should wear Um, but she gives him a fake name um says she's pam dawson um, and she says she's from a little town like him in Iowa called Winchester Fieldville. Um, <laughs> Winchester, which is yeah, Winchester, Winchester ten, ten, ten Fieldville, Fieldville, Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they go to a fancy restaurant for dinner. Um, and they're talking about like the famous people in the restaurant. And he goes, uh, one time Stephen King came to our town and he made uh, the gas attendant whatever yeah I said, um, yeah, petrol so station attendant when yeah. babe and deeds are t- as is a fact as well when babe and deeds talk in a restaurant mm-hmm. after a fake criminal act set by her deeds talks about how stephen king visited his town and how one guy lost 200 pounds after making eye contact with him it's a reference mm-hmm. to thinner in 1996 i don't know exactly ah yeah that makes yeah. stephen king movie that would make sense yeah <laughs> um yeah. So um, he gives them, so they he, he, oh, yeah. you go. You go. Uh, so um, my my notes right. She mentions that she's of Swedish ancestry. She says, "Oh, my grandfather was in ABBA." It's like the band. She just sort of changes the subject <laughs> straight away. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he just sees a couple having an anniversary dinner, and he gives them twenty k. Um, and it's the first of many twenty k's that he gives away in this movie. It's always twenty k as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he sort of gives it to him, and she says, "Oh, that's really nice." And um. The, the flashes back to him and they're like dancing on the table with like wine bottles <laughs> yeah yeah um and he tells her obviously that he's just earned 40 got 40 billion dollars and she goes oh i think anything over 30 billion is just gravy <laughs> <laughs> yeah um that's cute and a couple of rich dudes see him and they invite him over um for dinner um mm-hmm. and there's some big opera dude um, he's saying on behalf of the opera, thank you. It's really, really excessive. Aggressive. Yeah. Um, uh, and then they're just saying like, oh, I work for Time Magazine. He's like, what's Time Magazine? He's like, it's with uh, witty articles and cartoons. And he's like, oh yeah, I've got the Gazette. Oh, I've got the Gazette in uh, um, Mandrake Falls or something like that. Maybe it's something Mandrake's like that. Mandrake's Gazette. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other guy said, they're talking about Preston Blake. He's like, oh, I served on the board of the Guggenheim with him. He goes, really? I'm not sure what that is, but good luck yeah. with that. <laughs> Like, that's cool. Um, so he calls the um, opera singer Mr. French, and I don't know if you have Google yeah. it, but Google it. It's an old, like, pretty. He's an old British actor, and he looks exactly like yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it was just him. That's why I was yeah. confused. I'm like, where, is it just him? Who's Mr. French? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they take it, and then he shares his cards, and they all take the piss out of it. Um, and he mm-hmm. just like says, you know, like I see why you invited me over to make fun of me, and he says. Uh, and the guy from the New Yorker goes, 
Oh, no, Deez. He's like, pipe down, George. <laughs> um, he basically says they're dicks and um, sorry for embarrassing. He's like, sorry if I embarrassed you. And they all laugh at him again. He goes, if Miss Dawson wasn't here, I probably would have beat, uh, beat you all silly. And she's like, oh, I don't mind. Oh, sweet. And just starts beating the shit out of him, basically. Mm-hmm. He pulls the opera singer back and like dances onto the table and just like lands on the cake. And he goes, I yeah, think like, I just no. shat myself. Well, it's like, no. <laughs> and then he's like, and they meet John McEnroe in the lobby of the of the restaurant. I'm like, he's just terrible acting from John McEnroe. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Uh, but he says he's going to take him out on the town. Um, and then he goes to the next morning um, where he's hung over in bed. And we have Amelia goes, uh, here are some aspirins, Mr. Deeds. They make your head seem smaller. <laughs> I'm like, that's a great way of saying yeah. that. <laughs> He goes, how did I get into these pajamas? I changed you. I was very gentle, sir. Um, but then they're watching on the TV that they got footage of last night. And they have like, they're just causing a ruckus with um, John McEnroe. Um, and they got this one bit where they're egging a, um, cars. And John McEnroe jumps over the car. I lost it. That's probably the favorite part in any of the movies I've seen. But like, what the fuck's going on? Like, he wrote. He that. jumps like he jumps like two stories high as well. Like it's, yeah. it's a proper it's a it's proper so Matrix style shit. And he just yeah he, yeah he curses at him too. What kind of fucking driver is that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we have um, Murph hanging out with Crazy Eyes. Like, what a combo. Yeah. They need their own movie, Murph and Crazy Eyes. And he goes, look, Deezy's hanging out with McEnroe. It's like, that's awesome. He goes, yeah, I love the Beach Boys. <laughs> uh, but they're getting, uh, they're getting high uh, with the rest of the guys um, as well in New York. And then Chuck comes in and says, hey, you can't be doing that stuff. It's yeah. going to look bad on the company. And he threatens, he says that once... Um, you know, we have the money. You're going to be fired to Emilio. Um, get your like Puerto Rican ass out yep. of here or something along those lines. He, he goes, I hail from Fain, sir. Ole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, flips him he off. Gives him the finger. Uh, yeah, he yeah. mentions it's his great uncle's. He mentions that it's his great uncle's funeral, and Chuck just doesn't want him mm-hmm. to rock up because it's going to be televised mm-hmm. and it's going to really hurt the shares. Yeah. Um, so they're at the Preston, and there's Al Sharpton, um, who they just call mm-hmm. the, who's got the cr- credit in this movie as the Rhyme Master, which I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I have to look that up too. I'm like, what's he credited yeah. as in this? Yeah. Uh, so he goes, now brother Preston is soaring high with e- uh, sorry, is soaring with eagles high above because he lived a life of love. Yes, he's flying way up high because he was a super cool guy. <laughs> he's he's gone away too soon, it seems. Leaving behind his unfinished dreams. This guy... And then um, Deeds is like, this guy can make a fortune off greeting cards. <laughs> he says, yes, we remember Preston Blake. A man with faith no man could shake. A strength no man could break. A character no man could fake. For goodness sake, let's eat some cake. Amen. <laughs> Amen, yeah. Um, and then it go, Deedsy wants to uh, go up there and say a few words. Yeah. And it's getting, it must be televised everywhere. Yeah. This must, like, it's a big funeral. And he goes, Oh, Murph and uh, Crazy Eyes are still hanging out again. It's like, it's like Deedsy was always the best speaker in school. It's like, Deedsy? I thought we were watching Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also, uh, yeah. yeah. And then um, he goes, I didn't realize I'd be following the Rhyme Master Reverend Sharpton. But here we go, anyways. <laughs> you climbed mountains and built skyscrapers. You made TV shows and put out newspapers. You were wicked good at doing stocks. You liked it when Emilio changed your socks. <laughs> we never hung out, and that makes me sad. All the good times we could have had. 
<laughs> That's the worst yeah. one. I have to like cringe when he. Like, oh, and I like when Sharpton goes, "Nice rhyme." <laughs> it's like good rhyme, good rhyme. Yeah. Uh, but when I die, Uncle yeah. Preston, you better say cheers because me and you are hanging at the pearly gates. I'll bring the beers. I'll bring the beers. And then Sharpton goes, "He's good." <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of a he's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he goes, oh, I noticed you got the casket closed, but where I come from, it's good to see the body for the grieving process. And he opens mm. the casket, and he just pops up frozen, <laughs> like still in his yeah. clothes from <laughs> up there. And I just love it how they, they make it seem like yeah, he still would be frozen <laughs> from from mm. pulling him down from Mount yeah, Everest. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, and he goes, uh, and then there's a bit of a flash to the newsroom, and they're talking about Babe. Babe's talking mm. to Matt McGrath. <laughs> And she's like, oh, I'm a, so I've got a date with him. I'm a um, virgin school nurse from Winchester to Nville World. He goes, ah, that's priceless. You a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Yeah. Um, we're at, is it like lunch? They were having cereal. I like so that there was, was question lunch, mark lunch. Just being I love kid. that. <laughs> yeah. It's a, well, it's like after the funeral. Yeah. Um, and he's talking to Emilio and he's like, oh, did I do a bad job? He's like, I sat my uncle's hand off. When I put him back into the co- uh, casket, he goes, lucky for him, he was dead, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so I was pretty happy about it. Um, he goes, and one more thing, your great uncle did not let me change his socks for him either. Mm. It's like, I like feet. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, he actually, I think he actually says that line in uh, You Don't Mess With The Zohan as well because his character wants to be um, like work with shoes in that in that movie. Like in, oh. in the in, in how all the radicalists want to have their... Um, different jobs. His career path is working with shoes and feet. So <laughs> I wonder yeah, if this is actually a thing Maybe with just John Turturro. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you better add it to the fucking yeah. movie. <laughs> I want to touch some goddamn feet, all right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, his, uh, that's in his thing. It's like in his rider. He goes like, you know, he's money, yeah. um, drinks, feet. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he's got. It's like feet and pee-pee and shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Um, and we have uh, Kevin Calls, who is the uh, NFL player. Yeah. Um, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, I want to play for your team again. He goes, and he's talking to his dad. Um, he's played by one of your favorites. What's his name? Oh, sorry. Um, uh, Blake Clark. Blake Clark. Who's uh, yeah, fa- a yeah, farmer friend in Waterboy. Farmer friend in Waterboy. <laughs> um, and he's talking about, it's like, oh, sorry about Kevin. He goes, no, he's a good kid. He just has to watch his language in front of the ladies. <laughs> Um, he goes, oh, I'll remind uh, Kevin where he comes from. He goes, that sounds terrific. Um, and then you hear him like go off the phone, like just before he goes, you use foul language in front of a lady. And then you just hear, no, daddy, no. I'm like, I remember that. That's a classic We line. repeated that at your house, like on sleepovers, just over and over <laughs> yeah. and over again. No, daddy, no. Yeah. Um, and they call up, um, Dee's calls up, uh, or either vice versa, for babe. Um, yeah. who's he thinks is Pam and he says oh I'm just in the mm-hmm. I'm just working at the moment um, you get any customers he's like oh yeah nurse's office a little Billy Barty's here and they got um, Marty doing uh, the voice in the background of <laughs> like goes yeah. over the top and this is actually so when Babe is pretending to be a school nurse talks to Longfellow on the phone she says that a boy named Billy Barty is in her is in their sick and this is a tribute to actor Billy Barty who died in 2000 three months before the production started so it's kind of nice that yeah. they added that in there. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, that's good. Uh, yeah. And she's sort of like, oh, I can go. I, that's, uh, he says, I don't want to go out drinking after last time. She goes, oh, it's okay. I don't really drink. She's like sipping on a Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sipping on a Budweiser. Get that, getting that Budweiser money. Yeah. Uh, in the movie, yeah. 
but yeah, so they end up deciding to go out on a date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and before the date, um, he's sliding, goes to slide down the stairs um, and he stacks it and he finds the diary of his uh, late uncle. And he's talking to your mate, um, the, the uh, old dude, but we can't yep. find his name. <laughs> yeah, Random Hibbert. Um, and he's like, oh, should I read it? Um, he's like, oh, gives him like the safe sign from baseball. Uh, <laughs> baseball. So he, he starts reading his great uncle's diary. Family. Yeah. Safe. <laughs> safe. Good call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so they're on the date and they're like, at looks like it's the, uh, what's that big park Central in park. Uh, New York? Central Park. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right to the, they're right to the point, aren't they? <laughs> Um, but they're buying some bikes off these kids. It's like, what are you going to do with your $20,000? It's like, uh, was it buy something? And the other kid goes, what are you going to do with your $20,000? Like quit school. And you got this homeless guy. It's like, good idea. School is for fools. Look at me. And the kids go off screaming. Yeah. And this is I'm like, all right. And that's actually my hibbit. Yeah. That's actually another hibbit. Me too. Yeah. Good. So yeah. So, oh, good. good. Now this guy's, this guy's got some deep, like deep meaning behind him. I don't know if you know much about, uh, the guy who's the hibbit. Well, he was one of the um, producers. Uh, oh, Sydney no. So Dennis. I've got yeah. him as Radio Man. So Google Radio Man. Because I know it was... Because right. I, I saw Sid Gaines was the homeless man, but I thought it was Radio Man. So there's a guy called Radio Man who looks a bit like Robin Williams. Um, and we're like, Oh, so you might be right. Yeah. yeah. I just looked homeless man. I thought it was him. And he's actually got like a... But he did look like... like yeah. Um, he did look like Robin Gaines. Williams, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. So Radio Man is actually an interview um, and documentaries where all these famous actors are talking about Radio Man and like how he's an institution in the New York filming scene, and he's in so many different movies. Like you'll trip out as like an extra. Um, so yeah, I'm looking at it now. This is wild. So it's worth a watch if you want to do a bit of a YouTube. Um, and there's just yeah, all these like Tom Hanks pays tribute, Johnny Depp. Uh, Robin Williams, um, just so many different actors and actresses, um, just yeah, um, piling it on for him. So definitely worth a deeper dive, deeper dive into Radio Man himself. So apologies to Sid Gaines, you're out of the hit. Um, <laughs> you're taken over by Catcher. Radio. Yeah, I noticed he looked a lot like uh, Robin Williams. Yeah, when I was watching it, and there's a picture of him. I'm looking at IMD. I'm looking at Google Images, and there's a picture of him standing next to Robin Williams. Yeah, uh, which is interesting. But yeah, that's uh, very happy to be corrected on that one. Good call, good spot, good research. Good answer. Um, all right, so the de- uh, they're on the date um, and she's explaining basically her bullshit house, as I wrote, um, just like in yeah. Winchesterton, Fieldville, Iowa. Uh, and mm-hmm. um, again, this is where they we start to get the references for To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, yeah. She's sort of sharing how she wanted to be a news reporter as a kid, but didn't end up doing it, like interviewing people. And she says, people didn't like that. I got beat up a lot. And then Deeds goes, do you remember their names? <laughs> She's like, it was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no. And they see a fire truck and they sort of rush off to go to a fire. Um, now, this mm-hmm. is where Tim Hurley comes in. Tim Hurley is actually the firefighter um, that they're talking to in this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was on... The- like when they're on the screen for a bit too long and they're not great actors, yeah. you're like you're part of the cast yeah. or a family member, like definitely. Uh, so yeah. Deeds is climbing up, says he's part of the uh, Mandrake Falls uh, emergency department, um, mm-hmm. and there's a woman up volunteer fight volunteer fire chief Sorry, from right. the Mandrake yeah. Falls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just yeah. climbs up there um, up the pole, and he goes in there, and there's a woman. She plays uh, what's her name from Scrubs? I forgot. Uh, Laverne from Scrubs. Laverne from Scrubs. Yeah. Yeah. And Laverne again as yeah. well. Um, 
school those people that watch the later seasons. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's. She says she's not leaving because all her kid, uh, her cats are there. He goes. She goes. Okay, but I'm not leaving without my kitties. He goes. How many you got? Seven. Holy shit! Let's get cracking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Apologies for the language. Apologies apology accept- accepted. Um, and she, they yeah. look down there, and Babe's like looking at the fire, but she's trying to get the camera on it. And um, she yeah. goes, "Fire excites me." And Tim Hill, he goes, "Knock yourself out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got that too. That was a good one. Uh, um, but he starts throwing out, like fire, finding the cats around the apartment and throwing them out the window, um, and it just keeps going to like random people. Uh, in the crowd, and then we have Rob Schneider, who's a delivery guy. So like the same it's character, exactly the same character from Big Daddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and he goes, "Holy shit, it's a cat!" Uh, which is my favorite one. Uh, but they end up saving all the cats, um, and then he goes downstairs, and he they jump out the uh, window together, and they fall on the fireman's blanket. I don't know what you call yeah. it, and he lands on top of her. Um, and she starts kissing him and stuff, so she's very appreciative about his work. She's got her legs, legs spread as well as she's like giving him a big yeah. eye. And can I just say, a fireman's blanket is also something that you put down uh, before you take a shit to reduce the splash black offend. <laughs> there you go. All right, add that, add that to it. Uh, we got the so they're in the uh, new studio and they spin the story that he went, he went up there and started throwing cats out the window and started the fire. And he like was started like sexually assaulting the lady on the floor, and I like you got like someone in the background like cat killer, cat killer. <laughs> it's like it's like the same voice from um, uh, Juice Bigelow when uh, they're calling yeah, me up like, from him. In that's the, a huge yeah. bitch. Yeah, <laughs> cat killer, cat killer. And then it, yeah, yeah, when he's sexually with Esco, they like just do the same thing. Woo, no, woo, no, woo. No. <laughs> yeah, so good. Oh, um, but. Uh, Pam, I'm gonna play Pam. Babe um, cracks it, and she says she can't do this anymore. Um, she likes him, and she quits and gives away her uh, camera, uh, yeah. her hidden camera. And Marty picks it up and starts sniffing it, <laughs> which is really creepy and gross. Um, but then he's messaging um, Jan, who's the lady from Two and a Half Men. Yeah. The uh, yeah, was it Cleaner? I uh, guess. Who's maid or something? Birda. Yeah, but. Uh, um, but he goes, tell me about this girl. Um, it's like, she's nice, a small town kid like me. And then he gets a message back, like, DZ, you sick-ass mofo. You got to tap that before she starts burning other guys, kid. Booyah. And it's like Murph, um, like, writing it. He goes, he thinks it's you. He thinks it's you. Um, but yeah, uh, so good. Um, next, they're, they're playing tennis. And um, Deeds is sort of saying that McEnroe said it would be easy. Um, so <laughs> like I've never played before yeah, yeah. Um, and he, he gets served and he whacks the ball and he hits a guy you know like a tennis top and he goes Schnee! <laughs> which is uh, another you, another water we, boy we, yeah <laughs> yeah we say it a lot but any movie where Sandler's in and someone's getting hit with a ball they make the best yeah. sounds <laughs> honk the honk from the the teacher which one the science teacher uh, oh, in, uh, right, yeah. Waterboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, that lives uh, in infamy, that one. Um Yeah. Yeah, so uh <laughs> they're playing tennis and they're sort of talking about all the business, but he keeps whacking the ball and hitting um Chuck Cedar <laughs> and he goes, You like that yeah. one, Anderson? And he's like got the pipe in his mouth like, I did, yes, yes I did. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. says he wants to stick around. Um says he wants to stick around for a little bit. Um mm-hmm. and then uh, he ends up hitting him in the throat and he goes oh so if i hit so if you get hit the ball is that you my point or yours he goes yours he goes well, i guess i'm winning then huh 
Yeah. And that's how it, that's how I learned that rule yeah. in tennis. So there you go. I learned that. Um, and he gets a message on a ball from Marty, who's one of the he's being one of the ball boys, and it just says Deets info meet in shower. Yeah. Um, so he goes into the shower, and you just see Marty there with like a, the fakest mustache and the fakest eyebrows in the world, and he's just cleaning his ass. Yeah. Like you can't have more soap on your ass. No, it's not than Marty. Had. They wouldn't use two bars yeah. of soap to get that sort of sudsiness. Yeah. Um, he goes, so he goes, oh, I've got something that can help you bring down deeds and get him out of there. He goes, are you interested? He goes, very, uh, provided the information is good and you stop soaping your ass. <laughs> um, so we find out that Chuck's going to start um, working with Mac McGrath yeah. um, about the what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they go on a surprise trip and it turns out they go to Winchesterton Fieldville, Iowa, which uh, by all... Mm-hmm. It just happens to it's a real exist. place. Yeah, they go into some like little town, um, and there's it goes in. Oh, look, it's little Pammy Dawson, and then there's this old guy who goes, "You related to Bill Dawson?" She goes, "Yes, he was my relative." So I think, I think I remember you. Did you used to have a hump on your back? It's like, yeah. So that was me. I had a slight hump. Is really? This was no slight hump. The girl I'm thinking of looked like she had a damn beach ball on her back. Yes. Okay, it was a huge hump, and I'm a little sensitive about it. And look, Martha, it's Quasimodo all grown up. Like, How wonderful. I thought you died. Um, he's like, she actually became a school nurse. You're a nurse? Yeah. It's like, what should I do about this? And he just lifts up his kneecap and just moves it to the side. It's so gross. Yeah. And she goes, I would call Dr. Pepper. He goes, who? Yeah. See, she's good. She's really good in this. Yeah. When I don't like her timing. Yeah, she didn't. Um, yeah, she, she lets herself down a little bit in this. Yeah. But sorry, by um, oh, sorry. She lets herself down by saying she wasn't right for the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and then they go so they walk in the streets and they find a house that she described as the house she grew up in. And they walk in and like there's just these kids there. It's like imagine just going into <laughs> yeah, right. two adults just walking to into a house where like three kids are in. Yeah. Um but she's talking about like, oh, this used to be my brother's room, it's the closet. Um it's like oh we didn't really like my brother that much. <laughs> and one of the kids goes my daddy built uh, this house with his bare hands six years ago. He goes, your daddy's a liar. Um, and then one of the kids starts choking um, and she goes, they save she him. Goes, we yeah. should go. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, it's well, we should go. We should yeah, go. <laughs> <laughs> we should go. Um, but they save him and she feels good about herself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, she's starting to get a redeem her character. Yeah. Big fast forward all the way back to New York to her apartment. Um, mm-hmm. And she said, she basically wants to tell him what's going on, but she doesn't have the courage to yet. Um, yeah, and, and we got Marty's like dressed in drag, yeah. <laughs> like trying to get into another hidden costume. Um, said he drew her uh, a card with all like the mm-hmm. linguine and the parmesan that they had on their first date. Um, mm-hmm. And he reads it, he says he re- wrote a poem for her. It's hard to breathe, feels like floating, so full of love, my heart's exploding. Mouth is dry, hands are shaking, my heart is yours for the taking. Acting weird, not myself, dancing around like the Keebler elf. Um, he has finally time for this poor schlub to know how it feels to fall in love. And he goes, I, I tried yeah. to, I couldn't really, I know love's not a word, but I couldn't really think of anything that rhymes with schlub. <laughs> um, but then she's kissing, uh, she starts to kiss him and she's, they're starting to cry about how nice all of this is. Um, but then yeah. she goes back inside and she's crying because she feels really bad about what's happening. Yeah, and this is one of the, like she breaks down crying. Like this is the part where she's like acting her dick yeah. off. Uh, she's killing it and then he's running off so he tells the driver he's going to walk home he's like 
he yells out, like, I love New York. And, and someone says, like, nobody cares. <laughs> uh, and it was very much like uh, the moment Coming in Coming to America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought of too. Um, but yeah, she goes to the newsroom. She tells Mac that she loves him um, and she's going to come clean. Um, and Max, like, I don't know if he's being sarcastic about it, but he's saying like, "Oh, good job to her, whatever." Yeah, no, I think, and I think he is because he knows it's gonna. He's been working with um Cedar, yeah. and she knows it's gonna fall apart. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Um, and so they're at a date in uh, Madison Square Garden. Um, like the whole like Nick's everything's there, which is really cool. Um, and he says, "I love you, Pam Dawson," on the big screen. Like they've been dating for they've been on like two dates, yeah, it's a bit- <laughs> um, and he's ready to um, get engaged. But like, I thought that's how it was when I was a kid. Like you go on three yeah. dates and then you get engaged. The I'm like, okay, I get, that's not real. Can I say when um, he's walking up, he's got like some guy playing the uh, violin, and he's like, oh, "She's gonna like it, there, Mister Dizzy." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the um, that's the director, that's Stephen. Brown. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The way he says it makes me piss myself. Yeah. She gonna like this. <laughs> yeah. There's a bit of a role play between uh, Emilio and him um, because yeah. he's gonna propose to her. Um, mm-hmm. And he gets him to sit down. He's like, this is, they say a bit, but then it goes to, I really like you a lot. And so I really like you a lot. He's like, I like you too. I can't stop thinking about you. I can't stop thinking about you too. Please, let me touch your feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He goes, okay, this is a bit weird now. Um, then Chuck and yeah. Cecil come in and they want to and they want to put on inside access. Um and basically, the, they drop the bomb about everything that's uh, been happening with Pam, uh, which mm-hmm. is really Babe. Um, and Babe was up the top, and she says she came here to try to explain, um, but he just cracks the shits, basically, and leaves, which is totally fair enough. Yeah. Um, so he's going back to his apartment, um, and he's packing to leave, and he's talking about he, he doesn't want the money anymore. Um, he goes, just give it to a charity. He goes, what's a good charity? And Cecil goes, the United Negro College Fund. Um, he goes, yeah, just give it to those guys. Um, and then he goes back to Mandrake Falls um, and he's sort of lost his will for anything and he's taken all the greeting cards off the wall. Yeah. And we have a quick shot of um, the guy from the United Negro Fund gets the check and has a heart attack. He's the guy from Little Nicky uh, as well. Um, but he goes into yeah. his body. He, uh, one of the brothers goes into his body or something. Yeah, I'm too lazy to look it up now, but I think he's a pretty well-known actor. Okay, yeah. Um, that guy that plays him. Yeah. Um, and so Babe goes off um, to Mandrake Falls as well um, to meet up and get back together with um, Longfellow. Um, and then he meets, is it Jan? Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, and she's like introducing, uh, I think so. Yeah, 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 Pam and Jan confrontation. Yeah, Pam and Jan. Um, and then we have, um, she's just, it's like, oh, she's about to introduce herself. Um, she goes, I know who you are. Um, Wham Bam Dawson, aka Little Miss Slut Slut. <laughs> such a good line. She got a couple she of goes, good oh, lines I'll in this let, one. Yeah, it's like I'll let you get to him if you can get past me. She tries to run past. He gives like Matt like the biggest clothesline yeah. I've ever seen, like straight arm clothesline. And he tries to kick. I wrote down uh, kick, kicking the cunt. That's what I wrote down there. But uh, <laughs> uh, she says she wants to slice her into eight yeah. slices of bitcheroni. Bitcheroni. Yeah, that's so good. But she like throws a pizza dough over her head and then like double drop kicks her and then they're like mm-hmm. sort of friends all of a sudden because she had a good kick. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. It's yeah, nice. you get a bit of dough over your face and a kick yeah. and that's how you become friends. Um, so um, there's the, it goes to Deeds delivering pizza and he's delivering it to crazy, mm-hmm. crazy Eyes in his house this time. He goes, ah, peanut butter and gumballs, good gumball. <laughs> that's, a, that's another classic yeah, too. Yeah. 
Um, that might be the. Uh, I'm going to use that for the uh, the words for the uh, description. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, don't worry. Uh, ends up uh, crazy. I was like, don't worry about what happened. Time heals everything, except these crazy eyes. He goes, it's good to be home. I know that much. He goes, I wasn't talking to you, Deeds. I was talking to that squirrel over there. It's just a goat. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny um, yeah. and he goes although it's a shame about that cedar fellow tearing apart your uncle's company and firing all those nice people he goes where'd you hear that he goes I watch the stock market channel all the, all the time he goes I watch it because I suspect the anchorman of being an evil leprechaun he can bullshit everybody else but he ain't full of me <laughs> yeah and he gets he gets really intense yeah. as well when he's saying that and yeah. um yeah he goes through his personality of being arrested all the time which uh <laughs> does work but yeah I, I'll, yeah I really love crazy eyes in this he was he was close but yeah I think um yeah, yeah very close Murph, Murphy's the same. he's one of those ones where I'm thinking back before I watch the movie and I assume he's yeah. gonna be my MVP yeah. uh but Murph killed yeah. it like it was just too funny yeah um so um, Babe's looking for um, Deeds and she falls into the water exactly like um, his parents, how they met. Um, and he thinks that there's a hidden camera. Um, and I wrote down she's acting her dig off yet again um, in this scene here in the water. Uh, but she, he realises that she's really in trouble um, and she goes underwater and he tries to save her and he kicks through um, with his uh, broken foot. But like... That shot under the water is legit terrifying where he brushes yeah. the snow away and her like face is coming yeah. out. That would have been interesting to film. And he goes, here comes the Blackfoot. Um, and he kicks through the uh, ice. Um, he goes, I know it's gross, but grab it. <laughs> he pulls her out with the, uh, the foot. Um, and she says she wants to get back together with him. Um, and she goes, she says she loves him, but he says that he doesn't even know who she yep. is. Um, so she can't trust him. Which is fair enough too. Yeah. All right. Um, um, yeah. So they're at a New York bar. Um, it's pretty, mm-hmm. uh, babes is a New York bar, and um, she's like, "What's his name?" Uh, I forgot the other guy's name. Marty uh, comes over with drinks, um, and she just tips them in his face uh, straight straight away. Yeah. There's a news flash coming up, and it says that um, the company's going to be stripped and sold um, to the highest bidder, and um, all of Blake's fifty thousand employees are likely to lose their jobs. Wait a minute. I'm a Blake employee. Employee, holy shit, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one too. Um, they're at a massive um, shareholder meeting, um, and they're just happy to sell and strip down the company. So all the uh, shareholders are going to get their dividends or whatever, and earn so much money. Um, and Emilio speaks up, um, and yeah, he says that you know this isn't good and all that bullshit. Um, and Longfellow comes in, um, he says he's got something to say and he's bought one share in the company. Um, he goes, and he's just talking about how, you know, um, now being rich and powerful isn't a bad thing. Um, it looks like the Monopoly guy over there is pretty damn psyched about it. Um, and that's my Glansberg. Very lazy. I could probably find him if I want to. But I uh, went to the IMDb, control F, Monopoly guy, yeah. and I couldn't yeah. find it. And I couldn't be bothered much longer. Um, and so that's our second Monopoly guy to make it into our Glensburg ah, or MVPs yes. after Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably the same dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's talking about um, when he was a kid, he goes, um, he wanted to be a fireman. And he's talking to this uh, sort of cowboy rich guy. It's like the guy from The Simpsons, yeah. that like rich guy. I was thinking um, Seinfeld uh, when Kramer's uh, betting with him yeah, at the airport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very similar character. 
And he goes, uh, so what did you want to be? It's like, did you want to be a fireman? It's like, no, I did not. Truth be told, I wanted to be a veterinarian. It's like, so cool. Why would you want to do that? He goes, I wanted to help people. And what do you do now? He goes, I own I'm a chain of slaughterhouses. It's like, oh, you kind of went the other way. That, didn't you? <laughs> uh, but we have all the people um, in the crowd saying what they wanted to be. And then he gets to Jan, who's there for some reason. She goes, I wanted to be a man. I guess so that explains a lot. <laughs> it's a bit weird. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. There's, um, um, anyway. there's some weird dude as well. He says, I wanted to be a magician. He goes, now I own a pornographic yeah. website. And he goes, I oh, still make people happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're sort of, and then he's talking about, oh, what would our um, grade six or whatever kids think, yeah. think of us now? And they all sort of saying all different things that they would do. He's like, I would have tied myself naked to a chair and burned myself with lit cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, did anyone want to be a psychologist when they were younger? <laughs> um, yeah. Cena goes, oh, it's nice. Everyone's changed their mind, except I own the foreign investor stake and um, shares. That makes me 51%. And I say, we're mm-hmm. selling. Um, and then yep. Babe comes in um, and she's... Uh, brings up the diary makes a jab about his eyebrows as well which is I thought was pretty funny um, and much needed yeah they're talking about sort of um, a time in the diary where uh, he's basically roots are made essentially um, <laughs> yep um, and they're sort of going through it all and he's like and I had a son uh, born on January 23rd 1958 and then um, what's his name Emilio goes that is my birthday he goes to Miss Consuela <laughs> Lopez that is my mother and he is the rightful heir to the forty billion dollars. That is my money. Is <laughs> um, he's, I love it as like the proper Spanish bullfighter in this one, like dancing on top of the like podium, <laughs> loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's all this sort of fallout, and Emilio's um, Emilio just fires Cedar basically, um, and they get him carried out. I love it how like that's enough evidence to get rid of the main guy in there. Yeah, it's like, that's no, get him out of here. Yeah. Piss off. Um. And then I'll just write deeds as in. I don't know. I think I might have missed something there. <laughs> I'm not too sure. I think you like he's in with uh with babe. With babe. I yeah, guess. yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. And yeah, so like they start kissing. They're back together. Um, there goes back. Mm-hmm. Emilio's still firing everyone. And then Cecil comes up. <laughs> and then uh, deeds like gives a thumbs up. He's like, yeah, no, nah, he's he's all right. And he goes, all right. But yeah. tomorrow you let me change your socks. <laughs> yeah. Um, he goes. Uh, deeds what can I do for you he goes ah oh, your friendship is enough for me he goes how about a billion dollars yeah, alright <laughs> yeah um, then we're back at Mandrake Falls um, so he actually sold one of his cards to Hallmark and that's the one he wrote for Babe so it's going through a few different people um, reading the card to their significant other and we got the um, cowboy guy finally became a vet and he's reading it to one of the dogs yeah. which is a really cool thing um, Cecil and Kitty and then yeah this is uh, and, and um, Emilio and a foot <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah just a random yeah. foot um, um, and then it's like yeah oh sorry Rob Schneider and a cat as well <laughs> oh yeah of course yeah and then you have uh, Murph's voice um, we go can you believe Deeds bought us all of these um, and he goes yeah damn these things go fast and Crazy Eyes crashes his uh, red Corvette and like the streets just full of red Corvettes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Crazy Eyes crashes and he just says, I'm okay. Um, and that's the end of the movie. And that's it. But yeah, very fun one. That was a good one. Was, uh, cool. Yeah, good to reminisce on that one. I hasn't watched it for a while. So it was, uh, it's good to, yeah. good, to go, good to find one of these ones. Yeah. 
Um, it's a it's a hidden gem, I think. Yeah, similar to a few of Sandler's ones. Well, that's us saying yeah. it, so it's not really too much. Um, next week we have Where the Millers, so starring Liam, Monica, and Max. So. <laughs> For those people that don't know, that is my <laughs> sister's maiden name and uh, my nephew and my brother-in-law. <laughs> It's not your sister's maiden name, it's your sister's Oh, shit. No, new... it's her sister's name. <laughs> new fucking... name. Yeah, that's right. New Other name. way around. Anyway. <laughs> All right. We'll call it. Thanks very much, Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.